what's up what's up my highness queens we are back with another episode of bluntly black girls my gosh can you believe it is freaking october like how are we already in the last quarter of the, the year it's crazy but you know what other time of the year it is we are officially in cuddle season ladies and gentlemen officially in cuddle season and because of that and because your girl's a little rusty, okay? It's been a while since we've been on a date. Um, I wanted to reach out to one of my highness queen friends. Um, her name is Crystal. She has a CBD candle business, and y'all know how I love me some candles. And in case you didn't know, now you know, okay? And we talk about dating red and green flags because, you know, there's always a good side to these things so we wanted to make sure that we got the red and the green flags of dating and we had so many laughs i think we came up with a pretty fucking bomb ass list myself but that's just me you know pat on my back pat on crystal's back but we had a really great sister smoke session and i hope you guys enjoy it we also talked about her worst tie um oranges and then she leaves us off leaves us off on her recent uh kind of creepy dating story so you know we all have those horror stories out there so she shared her most recent one with us and of course we had another good old laugh um so yeah i think that's it i hope y'all enjoy the episode don't forget to comment rate and subscribe tell me what you think of the episode what's on your dating red and green flag list like, let's expand this thing. Let's get together and make sure that nobody can try and, like, pull the wool over our eyes. We are stronger together, ladies. Let's do this. <laughs> let's get into this episode. So, let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It's my girl, Highness Queen Crystal. And where are you at? Where are you located again? I'm in the DMV, specifically the, the M. So the Maryland. M. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just be finding so many people out there. I think it's meant for me to, like, at least go out there and visit sometime soon. Because most of the time, I don't know where people are at until we actually, like, get on the episode. And right. recording. And then they're like, oh, I'm in the DMV. I'm like, damn, you're like the sixth person. I think it's a sign. <laughs> I need to go out there. Um, yes, yeah. come. Um, but yeah, I'm in the Bay. I'm in uh, Bay Area, California. Okay. <clears throat> so literally, we are in like uh, opposite. Complete so, opposite. Yeah, we're about as far as you could be away from each other in the U.S. Um, but a blunt is about to bring us together. Okay. That's right. Yes, cheers. I love it. Cheers to the, we got cheers. Ooh, that blunt. is so pretty. I love that. I have, girl, I told you, I just got off of work. I still got to roll mine. Normally, I'd be prepared and stuff. That's a lie. I don't ever be prepared, but I'd be making it seem <laughs> like I'm prepared. I ain't even going to try today because I am not prepared. <laughs> but that's okay. I, I got some stuff to roll up, so I'm going to roll that up. Um, and then, you know, we're going to make it do what it do. Yes. Um, so, while I'm rolling up, go ahead and uh, tell us about yourself. Crystal, you, I can already tell you're just like a ball of fun because we are already laughing like since we got on the phone. So what else can the peoples know about you? Okay, so 
name is Crystal. I'm originally from Georgia, actually, so I'm a Georgia peach. So I'm new, relatively new to the DMV. I've been here now for about seven years. So I guess I can't really even say I'm new. I was gonna say I don't. I don't think that qualifies as a new friend. <laughs> I don't think so. But hey, listen, I'm a DSGG to the day I die. I don't you know, know what that means. Down South Georgia girl. Okay, that's not about right. You don't know who? Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. That's I right. feel like I've heard anyway. the whole thing. Whoa. Just spilling weed all over the place. Good lord. Oh. I think I've heard the whole like saying DSGB probably is what you heard. Cause it's it came from Pastor Troy. But we call ourselves DSGG. <sighs> That's okay. I don't really use that term. Girl, it's like you see I started scratching my I'm not I'm not sure why I said that. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm originally from Georgia. I've been here in the DMV now for about seven years. Um I work in healthcare. But um, I have a CBD-infused can- uh, candle business called Home by C. Freeman. That's kind of how I think we connected. Um, and also, uh, I just recently, it's still in the works, so I don't want to say too, too much about it. But um, two of my line sisters who are also pharmacists, and I have kind of identified a need in the community where people have prescription medications and we're all, well, I'll just say we're all pharmacists. Um, and so people have prescription medications that can interact with cannabis. And so we are basically working to develop like a business where we can get out into the community, do some education for people, talk about uh, the benefits of cannabis, the medical benefits that it has, but also, you know, the interactions that it can have with medications and basically just making sure that people know how to use their medications safely with cannabis. So that's kind of something that's still in the works, but we have been doing a lot more um, just like education and learning around like cannabis and its use in medicine and how it can be beneficial to patients. So that's that part of it. Um, I love that. that. I love yeah. that so much. I think that's like not even something I really thought about until you really said it. And like you said, it's definitely a need because yeah. – I don't think about it because I'm not on any medication that would interact with cannabis, but there are plenty of people who are, and that information is going to be invaluable for them. Absolutely. And invaluable to their their cannabis journey, because, you know, if you don't know what you're doing and you have a a bad experience, even if it's not necessarily a bad high, but like a bad interaction with your medicine and it makes you not feel well, or I don't know if that's possible, but you get hives or something, like I'm just throwing stuff out there, like... That can still be a bad high, even if it's not coming from the intoxication part. Right. 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 So I love that so uh-huh. much. That is so amazing. Everybody, we support Crystal, and we support educating the peoples on the medicines. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so as soon as you get that up and running, let me know, because I want to support any way I can. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, aside from that, um, I'm a dog mom. I actually think, uh, I forget... I forget what it was, but I think it had something to do with the dog. That how we, how, like, I commented on one of your posts something about a dog and cannabis, or maybe, no, I think your name in, on Twitter says something about a dog mom. Right? Hi, your dog mom. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, that's, I remember dog something. <laughs> yeah, very tired, very what? exhausted all the time with that animal. <laughs> what but, kind um, of dog? Huh? What kind of dog? He's an English bulldog. Oh. These are probably a, just a little cutie pups. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Those be the ones that got you working. He got me in a chokehold every day. <laughs> every day I'm in a chokehold with that dog. 
<laughs> How old is he? Huh? How old is he? I know I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> he's two. Oh. He's probably just a little prince. Just a little prince. <laughs> I'm glad you think that. Right. I, you know, I fully believe dogs are also like kids in the fact of I would love to babysit you for a few hours and then send you back to mom. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I like you for the cute part and then the responsibilities. Nope, nope, nope. That's not me. So I got him during the pandemic. You know, there was like a big wave during the pandemic of people adopting dogs and stuff like that. And um, I was lonely and I was bored and I had already been thinking about it. And the pandemic to me just presented the perfect opportunity for me to just go and get a dog. I wasn't traveling. I wasn't going nowhere. I was at the house. Um, I work at the hospital, so I was definitely an essential worker. So I'm getting up and going to work every day. So I'm not necessarily at home all day, but you know, I was coming home and there was nothing to do. So I got the dog, and then the world opened up the next year and immediately started traveling and left that little bitch at the house. Yeah. So I'm trying real hard to still be responsible. Um, um, but it's, it's rough. It's rough. You know, it really is like taking, like, I, you know, all the moms don't get mad at me, but, like, having an animal is like having a child. Like, you got to take out care of a whole nother being. Like, they may not be a human, but it is a being. <laughs> So, you know, the girls don't like when I say that. They don't like when look, I say that. I know so I'm, I'm, a, I'm glad that I wasn't the one that said it. Look, I know I'm going to get some some jasmine, girl, whatever. I'm talking about the responsibility is still there. That is my point, and still I'm there. sticking to it, and I believe Absolutely. in it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love that. I love, one, I love candles. Um, so, CBD candle, uh, yes. like, cannot beat that, right? Um, everybody talks about me because I don't like the light in my bathroom. It makes a lot of noise. Like, it's a light and a fan. And I don't like hearing the fan. So I never turn the light on in my bathroom. (laughs) I do everything by candlelight. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, I take showers by candlelight. I go to the bathroom by candlelight. And, like, people come over and they're like, where's the light? And actually it broke. Like, it, 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 like... It like needs to be replaced now because <laughs> it's been like three years. So eventually it was going to go out, but I'm like, what am I replace it for so I don't use it again? Like, that don't make right. no sense. So now everybody has to do everything by candlelight. They're not happy with me, but whatever. It's my house and it's my bathroom. It's not like it's right. the main bathroom. So I just hate that fan. It just be making so much fucking noise. Who Is needs that loud? Who needs that kind of commotion in the morning when you're trying to take a shower? Just, just like that is entirely too much noise in the morning. Shut up. No, I'd much rather take a shower by candlelight than hearing that shit all day. Mm-mm. That actually sounds very relaxing. Though. It, I love it. I absolutely love it. Now I will say that I have, you know, like the like the string on your loofah that you like hang it by. I do have times where I, I'd be standing there for the longest trying to find a little fucker because it's so dark and it, it feels like the rest of the loofah. Those are the only times I get really upset that I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a light on. I'd be like, see, this is what everybody be talking about, why you need the fucking light. But, you know, whatever, I find it eventually. <laughs> well, the CBD um, in the candle. Well, also, let me just say this. Since you mentioned that, I also have CBD infused shower steamers. Just something to you know. Oh, yeah. 
That mm-hmm. that sounds amazing. I had bought some we got merch over here. Yes, I had bought some shower steamers from Amazon, just like some cheapy cheapy ones that to like to see if I liked it, and it was cool. But like, I wouldn't buy it again. I didn't even buy those. My grandma got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but I, a CBD shower steamer. Now that. That's it. That's it. That sounds very intriguing to me. That's it right there. So basically the CBD infusion, whether it be in the shower steamers or in the candles, is basically just supposed to, you know, impart like a more a heightened feeling of relaxation. You already kind of get, you know, a little bit of de- decompression, I guess, with the candles anyway. But then the CBD just kind of like takes it to another level. But, you know, for some people who don't enjoy a nice high, it doesn't really have any kind of psychoactive effects. Just supposed to kind of feel calm and relaxing and tranquil. That's really what it what it does. And so I have all the candles kind of have different reflections of what, like different definitions of home, what it feels like to be at home. So I have like Netflix and chill, laundry day, self-care Sundays, girls night in. And so all the candles have like, you know, they kind of have names like that, do not disturb. Girl. Yeah. Do not disturb. Wait, is that because you in a mood or is that because you in a mood? Like, with your dude. Yeah, okay. Because I have, I have some moments where I'm like, I want to put a do not disturb on my door and it's just because I don't want none of y'all motherfuckers talking to me. <laughs> but it could be that too. You right. know, sometimes you just need a sexy vibe by yourself. Hey, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I love so, it. Anyway, I didn't even, I, I'm going to be honest, I did not go look <laughs> at the candles <laughs> before this. Normally I do my researches and my Googles. <laughs> But I did not this time. But those names are driving me straight to your website after this. So, <laughs> because I would love me, a, I, like, I'm telling you, I'm a candle freak. Like, I go through them ridiculously. A candle named uh, uh, Netflix and Chill. I already, like, got a vision in my head when I'm lighting that. Like, mm-hmm, ain't me, Eddie. <laughs> Let me light this real quick. And and that, that self-care Sunday, because that's my day where I take... Like, my really long, relaxing showers. Like, my shower is my, like, safe space. I love taking long showers. So, so I could definitely see that. is, um, like, a eucalyptus and pomegranate. <sighs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be placing an order. All right. And all the listeners okay. right there, we will make sure. Actually, matter of fact, just in case, go ahead and give them your website real quick or where they can it's, order. Yes, it's homebycfreeman.com. And, and that's Freeman's, like Morgan, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. And I'm also on Instagram, same name, Home by C. Freeman. All right. And we'll, of course, drop that at the end of the episode. And I'll put a link in the notes description. But, you know, I wanted to make sure the people that are as excited about it as I am can go and look. So, check her out. I love that. I learned so much more about you. Um... So, I just want to do a quick temp check, check in. Mental health is a huge component of my life, um, uh-huh. and making sure that I check in on my high friends, right? So, how's your week been? Um, how's your your mental health been lately? Um, my week has not been bad. Um, it's been pretty good actually. I can't even really complain. Um, I, um, not to 
go back to my business, but one of the things that I do in my business is a candle making workshop. And so um, I had booked a booked a candle workshop last week, and so I've kind of been busy like getting that arranged. But it's been a good business, you know. Um, so do you do? Where I do you do, do, have, do those like virtually or like in person at a like cafe or something? I have done both. Um, I actually did one virtual in 2020, and then I. Most of them, though, have been in person. And so I had a business, a local business that I have been partnering with, and I was doing workshops there for months. And more recently, I started doing kind of like private events. So I've done a sorority events and birthday parties and things like that. Um, and so I have something, an event coming up Monday, actually, is National CBD Day. And oh, so I'm it. having an event at the gathering spot. But either way, all that to say that it's been a busy week. It's been a good week. Mentally, I've been pretty good mm-hmm. I think that um, especially when we are in, in busy weeks that's when we tend to forget like to check in with ourselves Yeah. because you got like 7500 other things doing uh, you're doing right. so I'm really glad to hear that in the midst of your running around and you know being booked and busy that yeah. your mental health is still doing what it needs to do, and um, that's a blessing. Yeah. 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 Um, therapy helps. Go ahead. I said therapy helps. Girl, let me tell you, <laughs> I tell people all the time, I would not be this. This show would not be where it was. I would not be where it is, where I am. Any of this, and and don't get me wrong, there's so much more I want to do with the show. Obviously, there's so much more growing I have to do as a as a human, but I can look back and see that I'm leaps and bounds beyond where I was, and that is a hundred percent to cannabis and therapy. Absolutely, absolutely. I one hundred agree. I one hundred percent agree. And I didn't realize like uh, how much of an impact it was going to make. Like you know, you always hear people say, "Oh, it changed my life. It changed my life," but like you don't really know what that means or what that feels like until you go through it yourself. And so I was like, oh, it'll make things better, but, you know, just a little bit. No, like, completely changed. Yeah. So that is to, I say all that to say, if you out there thinking about, should I get therapy, should I not, I definitely advocate for at least giving it a try because it is it is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that so much for you. That is just beautiful. And I hope your event goes off without a hitch. What is that thing that, like, they say for events? Because, you know, like, when you are about to do, like, a show or theater or something, they're like, the good luck thing to say is, like, break a leg? Yeah. What What is that for, like, everything else? <laughs> oh, I'm certain. I don't know. Oh I'm yeah, sorry, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. And look, somebody tell us like what would be the go to phrase, like the, the the equivalent to break a leg for like everyday I mean, is it not just good luck? I mean I right, like that's all thinking. Or have a good day. <laughs> Well, if there's not a saying, there should should be one because I I really want to like have something that you tell people when they're like about to do something great, but that's not just like good luck. 
do it big, homie. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you say. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, real quick, um, and then I want you to tell us a little bit about your relationship with cannabis, um, and how that all started. But first, let's do a quick rundown of what we are smoking. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. Since I just finished rolling it, finally. <laughs> um, well, so first, I took this chew. It's from Lost Farm Cannabis Infused Fruit Chews. It was, it's like a like a star, Starburst. Um, okay. But it has li- live resin in them. They're pretty good. It's my go-to when I go to, like, festivals and stuff. I just, like, pop those in my mouth, and I'm pretty even. And, like, hit my pen. I'm pretty even for most of the day. Yeah. Um, and I just went, went to a festival, so I have a few left over. So I have that. I'm going to take two of those. And then to smoke, I have Grapes of Wrath from Wonder Bread. And I just love the packaging. Like, I, I, I always say I'm a sucker for packaging. <laughs> and it's purple, which is one of my favorite colors. It's just very nice. Um... It is, I believe this is a hybrid, like in a pretty, pretty even hybrid. Um, but yeah, it's, it doesn't make me sleepy. It doesn't make me zone in like a sativa, but it's a pretty even middle ground. So, and rolled up in a bouquet cone because I ordered those and they are mighty nice. I think they're out there by you, aren't they? Well, okay. yeah, I'm asking you like you may not even know who they are. But it's a... Yeah. <laughs> I think I know who that is. It's a brand, um, and I believe they're out out there um, by you. But they have really good papers and, and, and cones. If you ever get a oh, chance. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and they burn really nicely. Burn really evenly, really slow. So that is what I'm smoking. The Lost Farms... Was it Kiva Chews? And I believe it's Blueberry... And grapes of wrath out of a bouquet. Okay. Um, so I have I don't have the package, but I have gelato. It is a hybrid. It's actually one of my favorite ones. Um yeah, I think it's more of a sativa dominant kind of hybrid. So it doesn't really make me sleepy. I'm usually pretty, you know, even. I feel relaxed giggly Um, I am smoking it from so I found this company it's called beautiful burns I'm not sure anything about them (laughs) they were recommended to me by my best friend I found them on Amazon they have really cute papers different colors this one came in like a little variety pack so it was like pink and like a turquoise and black I've had like floral prints so yeah this is um this is a cute little company, and yeah, the how, gelato is what I got. How does the paper burn? Does it burn pretty even? It actually does burn pretty quick. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Um, it will go through pretty quickly, but it, honestly, it's kind of like decoration. Mm-hmm. And I don't smoke a whole lot, so even like this, I might do like half of it tonight and like the other half in the morning. So, you know, yeah, it goes quick. But typically, I have, like, king palms, so I use those. Love me a good king palm. You can't go wrong. Yeah. 
I remember yeah. I had a King Palm that I found that was like easily two to two and a half years old. The package wasn't open, still fresh. Listen, that packaging is immaculate. Mm-hmm. They put the little freshness container in there like mm-hmm. it's food, and mm-hmm. it holds. Yeah. I was I was shocked and surprised when I opened it. I was like, because I almost threw it away. And I was like, I know these ain't good. And then when I squished them, I was like, oh, I didn't hear a bunch of crackle, crackle. <laughs> so let me open this. And look, oh, I can still smoke this. <laughs> yes, that was a good day. That was a very good day. <laughs> well, I am, that is one thing I do um, like about the bouquets is they burn pretty slow. So it's nice because I feel like I'm not smoking as much or I'm not just like burning yeah. weed. Um, but also I smoke a lot, so, you know, I don't really notice that very much, yeah. to be honest. Um, but all right, let's, let's, I'm going to, um, as soon as I find a fucking lighter. Oh no. You know, I have about 75 lighters and I can never find one when I need it. I feel like it takes me forever to run out of a lighter because I lose them so often <laughs> that like they're all probably about halfway done. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. You know what else I like about these chews? They don't, it literally tastes like a Starburst. You can't taste the weed at all. Which is actually why I have to put them away from me. <laughs> because I'll eat them like candy. <laughs> so, ration them bitches out. Just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that ride, though. Man. Um, okay, so, yeah, story time. Tell us yeah. about uh, your, your well, you already told us a little bit about your business, your relationship with cannabis, but, like, how did you first start smoking? What kind of smoker would you say you are now? Like, what does the love, what is it? Like, um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of. How are you smoking some stuff? Like, what do you like to smoke <laughs> I've completely lost the function to be able to put together words, so. That's fine. Um, so, let me see. When did I first start smoking? Okay, so I think I, like a lot of people, tried it like when I was a teenager. It just didn't stick. Um, for my 29th birthday, very ghetto, I asked for weed as gifts. Like, hey, can y'all just bring me weed? I just I want to try it. I hadn't smoked. I hadn't done anything, and I just had this inkling that I was just like, I want to do that. And it's getting close to the time for my birthday, so I'll ask for that for gifts. And people brought me edibles, people brought me weed, and I did smoke then, but I think I leaned more on edibles around that time. So I'd say I started more, when I started back up as an adult around 29, I was mostly doing edibles. Um, I would smoke occasionally, but it wasn't like an everyday kind of thing. And I would say, like, when the pandemic hit and I was just at the house all the time doing nothing, that was when I really started smoking more. And now I'm smoking almost daily at this point. 
Um, it gradually got to that point, but at this point now, it's daily. Um, I have a pen that I use. I kind of alternate back and forth between the two. Um, mostly, I started on sativas. I really liked sativas. I didn't. I don't like the way that I feel on indicas. I just feel so heavy and sleepy, and I just I can't do anything. And I want to be able to smoke and still go about my day. Like I need to be able to still go to the grocery store. I got responsibilities. So I prefer sativas, and then I sativas kind of started not really doing it for me as much anymore, and that was when I leaned more into hybrid. So that's kind of where I am now. So I, I stick with a hybrid, maybe a 50-50 hybrid. If it's one over the other, then more of a sativa-dominant hybrid. Yeah. What was, like, the funniest high story that you can remember? <sighs> or, like, the time that you got way too high? The time that I got way too high is actually not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I love way too high stories. Listen, it was some life threatening emergencies going on. Jesus. Um, no, I'll I'll say that story actually. I will because it's it's funny in hindsight. Um, (laughs) my best friend and her girlfriend had come into town and they were staying with me. Um, don't really remember the occasion, but either way, we're all downstairs. We're like smoking and we're getting high, whatever. I had to get up and go to work the next morning, but they were still, you know, kind of up doing whatever. And so we smoked or no, we took an edible. That was what it was. And we took, um, I don't even remember some type of candy. I felt high, but I was like, eh, I'm high, but I can go to sleep. So I come upstairs, I get in the bed. I don't really know how long I was there, but when I woke, I got up and I was like, I'm about to die. <laughs> I was like, hey, best friend, something's not right here in my spirit. I'm going to need you to help me. So she's like sitting, we're going, we're doing like breathing exercises. <laughs> she's telling me like, okay, so countdown from like... <laughs> We're doing all these things. And so I start to feel a little bit better. And so um, it took a while. It probably was like an hour. And we were debating, like, going to the hospital. It was like a whole situation. And I didn't want to go to the hospital because I'm like, where are you going to take me? Like, you got, I work at the hospital. You going to take me to my job? And tell them you're, <laughs> you're too high. No, this cannot be what we do. So, um, we ended up just staying at home, and I did. I started to kind of come down a little, um, but I got in the bed, and so she was um, she was about to go to sleep in the other room. I have a guest room, but I asked her, I was like, can you please sleep in the bed with me? Like, I just, I feel like I would feel safer if I had somebody next to me. <laughs> if I felt like I was about to die again, I could just, you know, tap you. Um, and so <laughs> one of the things about my best friend, love her very much, but sometimes she just is a little out of touch. And so she, I'm having a whole, you know, situation going on over here. This is at this point has been maybe two hours that this has been going on. And so she got in the bed and she was like, are you feeling okay? And I was like, yeah, I guess I feel okay right now. And she was like, all right. She turns up and goes to sleep. So I'm like, <laughs> the only reason I asked you to sleep up here is so that when I feel ready to die, I can tap you. You're supposed to be looking at me. You're supposed to be watching me. Either way. She said, you're good. Uh, I'm asleep. Right. She's like, I mean, you said she was good. So, 
watching me and you watching the inside of your eyes (laughs) that's good stuff you know edibles will get you they will get you that's why i stick to the little baby candies and i do about like 20 milligrams because there's been some times where i've done more than that and i'm like oh this is not and it's a very fine line (laughs) it's a very fine line between okay and definitely not okay (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it was something about walking up those stairs to my room. Downstairs. I was okay. Upstairs in that bed. Not okay. Not okay. It just Not smacked okay. you in the face. It did. <laughs> well, that is <laughs> hilarious. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, I think that is um, a great way to celebrate your birthday. Uh, just bring me weed. Uh, my birthday is coming up, so I think that's probably, I'm going to take a page out of your book and just tell people, no, 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 money or weed, that's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. It saves you money. Look! <laughs> and a trip to the dispensary. <laughs> Look, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, so with that said... Um, well, I guess not with that said, but just moving on to the next part um, of our show here, let's get into our high of blessings. Let's, let's do our positive affirmations. Um, I actually went to a new moon ceremony, uh, last week at my cousin's house and we, um, focused on a lot of affirmations, attentions, things that we wanted to manifest, and things that we wanted to release. And um, so it's made this part of the show, I think, a little bit more like near and dear to my heart. So did you want to share your affirmation slash manifestation first? Or would you like me to? I would like for you to go first. <laughs> you know, something in my spirit told me <laughs> that you were going to say, no, go ahead. <laughs> But, so, uh, my affirmation is actually from um, when I went from the the new moon ceremony. And um, it's three things and that I've been saying to myself three times a day to just kind of really get in the habit of feeling these things and, like, you know, really trying to manifest them. So, um, the first one is that I release fear and I manifest abundance and creativity. Um, I release trauma and I manifest healing and forgiveness. And I, I release negative self thoughts and I manifest uh, self love, romantic love and my vision of my family. And the more and more I've said those three things, the more and more like I can feel them 
more and more they feel like not wishing but like calling to myself if that makes sense so um yeah those are my affirmations for today and probably like the next you know few weeks or whatever Um, so this one actually has been like a, an affirmation for me for a little while. Um, abundance is my birthright. So I feel like I started really kind of doing it and practicing it a lot more when I started my business, just because, you know, you have a lot of self doubt, self doubt, you have a lot of fear and you kind of feel like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe you should be doing something else. Maybe you need to leave this kind of stuff alone. And I, you know, more and more that I doubted myself, I'm still like selling candles. I'm still getting these, you know, private classes being booked. And I'm, I'm still like, even as these things are happening, I'm still kind of like, Ugh, I don't know. And I just really had to, you know, recognize the fact that I deserve to be in these spaces. I deserve this, you know, recognition. My business was thriving and, you know, this abundance that was happening in my life, I deserved that. Like, this is my birthright. So, um, that's, you know, that's kind of just how I've been. That's been a big one for me lately. I love that very, very much. Um, I'm learning that abundance, you know, most people think of abundance, they automatically think of financially. So I'm learning that it is really so much more than just financially. Like, of course, I would love and want to have finances in abundance. But like you said, it's being able to fulfill your purpose in abundance. So not, not just, you know, booking these, these sessions just for the money, but because this is your purpose and this is your job and you're putting the work into it. And you know, you deserve to see the rewards of the finances, but also the people showing up because that is a reward too. And having that in abundance is still, something amazing so it doesn't right. doesn't always have to be financial and I love that um, like you said it's your birthright like I didn't have to do anything to earn this it's mine That's because true. I'm me and I'm human and I deserve yeah. it period right like there's no qualifiers for it so I think that's so beautiful for you and um, I hope that you and your business and you know whatever other ventures you uh take up all are extremely abundant thank you yes yes that feels good i i love how i feel after we do our high blessings like i always just feel like a little bit looser a little bit like hey we're in a good spot (laughs) (laughs) we're thinking positive over here (laughs) um I'm going to hit another, take another hit, and then we're going to get into this real blunt talk. And I'm actually really excited about this one. Because um, you know I told you. Yes. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I was like, oh, if that ain't divine intervention right there, because I randomly thought of this topic. Like, I was, I messaged you like, hey, let's do this. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. So, like, I try to go through your, like, Twitter and your pages and stuff. Like, what can we talk about that, like, would just resonate with both of us? And it just hit me, like, oh, red and green flags. And I sent it to you, like, girl, let me tell you. I said, (laughs) see, that's how I know that this was meant to happen. This is the conversation we were about to have. Because, oh, it's going to be good. Okay, 
So, green and red flags while dating. That is our blunt talk for today, and I'm super excited to get into this because I'm going to be honest, I haven't dated in, no lie, probably like five to six years. Wow. Yeah, I know. I've been like a little hermit crab, just like. Well, listen, it's it's very ghetto out here, so now is not the time to come. I'm finding this out. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I just think it's rude that, you know, when I do finally decide to come out of hibernation, (laughs) this is what the options that I have. Look, I gave y'all five years to get your shit together and it got worse. Listen, and Twitter, you know, Twitter stay arguing about going 50 50 on rent and mortgage. And I scream every time. I just, oh my God, I can't. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's real ghetto out here. It's very ghetto. This is what we're dealing with. The bar is in hell. Dating pool full of pee. Just, we can't do it anymore. We're tired. There's actually toxic sewage in the dating pool. Yeah. Like, toxic. Like, burn your skin off. (laughs) Toxic. (laughs) Because it's ridiculous. It's giving hazmat suit. Look. Uranium. That's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with in the pool. Like, and it's not even a big pool. It's like a like right. a it's That's like a six thing. foot pool. Like you can't be that bad and not have that many options. You gotta pick it's one. Like the little reflecting pool that you throw change in. Right. Dirty coins. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. There are quite a few dirty coins. Quite a few. Most of them are pennies. The dirtiest. Mm-hmm. The filthiest, okay? On both sides. So, <laughs> not that we got all that out of the way. <laughs> I want to talk about some red flags and green flags because as a person, and don't get me wrong, I know how to date, I know my words, so I'm not completely clueless out here. But, you know, I would like a refresher yeah. And to hear some of these uh, red flags and green flags that the peoples have out there. So I have a list of mine. You have yours. This yeah. time, I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I'm just going to let you go first. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, this I actually have something to speak on. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me get my notes up. Um, <coughs> okay. So my first one is dudes that move like way too fast like uncomfortably fast it's a you know it's the baby this baby that you don't even really know my you don't know my last name but you're trying to replace it with baby already the it's like like why are we trying to speed past the courting stage where we actually get to know one another because you might not like me like you might realize there's some shit about me you don't like so i don't like when dudes are just slowly it just feels like you have something to hide and you're trying to like reel me in first before you reveal like who you really are. But at that point I'm already so deep. Right. Trying to so be charming just, as hell. Yeah. And then after it's like, you know, I've been locked down for a while. Then, then I see the now devil. Now you showing your true colors. Right. Cause if I'm really like, if we're really vibing, if we're really having good conversation, things like that, 
what is the rush to try to get into a relationship or try to have sex? Like, what is the rush? If we're really feeling each other, like, things to me will just play out naturally. So when it's one-sided, where it's one person who's rushing so much and the other person is kind of like, hey, chill, like, I'm not saying you a bad person, but let me take my time and get to know you. And if they don't even respect like that, red flags. Absolutely. Respecting boundaries. A huge red or yeah. lack of respecting boundaries. Right. Um, and and that I think that part is overall. And then the, the more like immediate is moving way too damn fast. Yeah. Yeah. Because I rem- like... Since I've been putting my toe, my baby toe, in the pe- in the pool, <laughs> right? Um, I've been talking to a couple people or whatever, and just like simply talking, like that's that's all it is. And it's like I see a future with us, and blah blah. blah. I'm like, whoa! It's been two weeks, <laughs> and we don't even talk every day. Right? Like, what do you mean? Like, I need you to calm it down. Like, I need you to sit down in a corner somewhere and calm it down. And I, like, mm, no, don't. That's the probably one of the quickest ways to scare me off. Yep. Is trying to be too clingy too fast. Yeah. Agreed. And yeah. then, um, so one of mine, because I'm, I'm a piggyback off of yours, right? One of mine was um, being codependent like you always got to be up not even necessarily in terms of finances or i need to live with you because i ain't got nowhere else to live that obviously is a problem but (laughs) in the terms of you just want to be up underneath me all the time like i need like go have your own life go have your own life and don't be a crazy person right because we're not getting married in three months and I don't need to see you 22 hours out of the 24 hours, six right. days a week. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I agree with these things. I think they're yeah. huge red flags. So I think then, kind of for my second one, to piggyback off of what you said, I was going to say, like, dudes who don't have, like, friends, like a friend circle. Like, why don't nobody like you? Why don't nobody fuck with you? Right. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> say oh, what you want. Okay. I didn't cuss like three or four times. Oh. <laughs> I just got to the point where I don't even realize it, so I've probably cussed at least 30 times, so you good. Okay. <laughs> but, no, like, why you? Why are they on fuck with you? Like, no, you ain't, you telling me you ain't got no homies that just hit you up, like, hey, come out with us, dog. Right. So now you think you finna be up under me? I said, no, I have friends. <laughs> I, you know, people like me, so yeah. I'm out. And I like me, so I like my alone yeah. time too. Which means right. you need to go have your own. Because <laughs> yeah, you I don't. Need to I probably like yourself. Figure out what's going on with you mm-hmm. and why you don't have no friends. Right, valid. Because I think you, you not having any friends is a red flag. Because yeah. why don't nobody like you? <laughs> what did you do to run <laughs> off everybody? And I know it's your fault. Right, I know it's your fault. It can't be everybody. Right. It can't be everybody wrong but you. Right. That's, that's, no, that's not real. Which, okay, we'll get to that because that's more, I, I, I could put it in the frame of a red flag, but I'll leave it in the frame of a green flag. We'll, we'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I very much would have questions. Like, why? What'd you do? Did you kill somebody? You sleep with somebody's baby mama? Like, what happened? Because everybody got at least one to two friends that is just going to be like, hey, what you doing? Let's go to the barbershop. Let's go grab some shoes right. real quick. I need you to be a mean man. Something. Even the lamest people got some friend, like somebody who willing to deal with their ass. Because you think about it, if yeah. even you, you don't have to go do stuff with your lame friend. Like sometimes you just be like, hey, let's smoke. All right, we ain't got to go nowhere. I can sit here and listen to yeah. this person talk or smoke or whatever, do whatever, watch TV. And he just here. So like, where's that person for you? <laughs> and why don't you have one? Because <laughs> that's, it's strange to me. It's sad, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was yours. Okay, so next red flag. One of my probably biggest pet peeves is non-communicative. So oh, in, in, in different ways here. So we have a few, like that's a, the umbrella term, right? Um, but not responding to text messages. Or you can't you 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 can't even hold a conversation like if you do respond it's one word answers yeah or two word answers or it's like always me like especially in the beginning phases like when you're trying to get to know somebody and you're like asking questions like hey do you like to do this what do you like to do in this situation oh did you watch this like if that's always me and you're just the one saying oh yeah I did yes no I don't like that. I feel like I'm having to pull conversation out of you. I'm not going to work that hard. That's work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's work. I'm not going to do it. And I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're boring. You, you have bored me. Like, I could probably talk to myself and be more entertained than talking to you right now. So what do I need you for? Yeah, I hate men who just don't know how to open up their mouths. Like, just... Say something. If you're actually interested in the way that you pretend to be, you don't care to know anything about me? Damn. But then these be the ones that'll turn around and be like, oh, I really see a future with us. Like, nigga, you don't even know me. You ain't asked me shit about myself. What future? Nothing. What future? What are we doing in this future? What are because we doing? you see it, but I ain't seeing nothing. Paint <laughs> me a picture. Because at this point, I don't believe that you could say more than five to six words at once. So paint me a beautiful picture of this future that you're talking about and maybe then we right. can talk. But until then, sir, I cannot do these like elementary sentences answers. Like it's just it's annoying. It feels like you're talking to a wall. Right. Like at this point, again, I might as I could go watch TV. I could go talk to one of my, my girlfriends or somebody else who could actually hold a conversation. I could go smoke and think by myself. And be more stimulated? No. No. No, 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 no. And like I said, I cannot stand being left on red. Me either. At the very least, turn off your read notifications. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think that you just haven't seen Right. It. At the very least, don't tell me you didn't see my <laughs> message and I just ain't responded. Now I feel like you're doing this shit on purpose. Now I feel like... You want me to know that you haven't responded back. And it may not even be that. My mind just might be that fucking crazy. But turn off the read receipts so the crazy don't have to come out. Like, it's that simple. 
Either that or re fucking spawn. Like, re spawn. Drives me insane. I will also be the first to tell you that I am horrible about responding to text messages. But you know what? My read receipts ain't on. So. <laughs> I. I know that I am right now the, the what is it, the pot calling the kettle black. I absolutely <laughs> am that person. I'm going to be 100% honest. I am really bad about responding to texts, like, days, days later. We love a self-aware queen, okay? Yes, <laughs> but that's why I turn off my read receipts so that nobody <laughs> feels slighted. <laughs> and be like, oh, and then I message back, girl, I just seen this. Let me tell you, okay, well. <laughs> What they said was, <laughs> girl, I was knocked out. Because she I, girl, I'm so sorry. I ain't even see this. <laughs> I am really bad about it, but like, don't tell me that you read it and not respond. I just feel like that's just the disrespect level, <laughs> like, yeah, real hard. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's a good one. Go ahead and give me your next red flag. Okay. So, to me, a guy who's not like, like you ask a guy about his last relationship or past few relationships, and it's always the girl's fault. Like, there's never any sense of self-awareness on his behalf. You may tell me that you just keep picking girls who just fucking you over and just cheating on you and stealing from you continuously. Mm-hmm. It ain't never your fault. It's never anything that you've done. It's never, you know, it's always her. Mm-hmm. Ten years of her. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like, this is it. Like, no. This we is gotta, a pattern. We, right. Something's off here and you are the common denominator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we love a self-aware king. Yes. Uh, I guess that's a, a, a green flag if I'm gonna flip over real quick um but yeah just guys who have a sense of like I understand that I am not a perfect person I got this I got that but you know I'm working on me right right yeah and again therapy helps yes like you said switching like flipping this real quick to the green side that was one of my my top number one on the green side is self-awareness and accountability Yes. Biggest two things. Like, because nobody's perfect. Everybody fucks up. Everybody reacts in a bad way at some point in time or does something to unintentionally hurt somebody at some point in time. But if you are self-aware to be like, okay, I can see how that hurts you. That's my fuck up. How do we move forward? I can respect almost anything that comes after that. Like, we could figure it the fuck out. Yeah. But if you can't be accountable and say, this is where I fucked up, oh, we're going to have problems. Like, this is never going to work because it's not going to always be my fault. Right. Like, I'm stubborn as hell. (laughs) So, like, that Leo energy come out real quick. (laughs) And... We can't both be stubborn. We can't both be sitting here knocking our head against the wall. Right. So. So both of us right. Ain't nobody wrong right. in this situation. Somehow we mad. And right. Mad, but, but we both wrong. steaming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. I think that is 
a huge red flag, lack of accountability, lack of self-awareness, uh, and in the opposite, obviously, green flag, flag, ooh, green flag <laughs> is some uh, a self-aware king. I love that, a self-aware king who knows how yeah. to hold himself accountable. That's right. Yeah. But honestly, just even going back to what you said about not being non-communicative, when there is a situation, if I am in the wrong, which, you know, might not happen often, but I, sometimes I could be wrong. You also have to be able to communicate that I was wrong because I may not see anything wrong with it. Like, there was literally a situation that happened with me and a gentleman that I used to date where I just knew in my heart of hearts that that nigga had did me wrong. Like, he had did some fucked up shit to me. And when I went to the therapist and told her, the way she went off on me, yeah. she was like, I would have done the exact same thing that he did. Like, you were very much entitled in this moment, and you did X, Y, and Z. Don't you hate okay. that? Don't you hate that? Be like, right. excuse me, ma'am. Okay. Aren't I paying you? Like, right. You getting his money? What you mean? I I'm wrong. And then she's like, well, ma'am, yes, you are paying me, and right. that's why I'm going to tell you you're wrong. But see, even in that moment, like, when I did whatever I did to him, he didn't say anything to me that night. Like, that night, he was an asshole. Like, the night the conversation happened, and then when we, I had this therapy session with her, and she kind of made me realize, like, oh, you were definitely wrong. I, I did reach back out to him to be like, okay, so I realized that I fucked up. And, you know, even with me kind of opening the door, he was able to, like, vocalized or whatever how he felt about it in that situation but you know it is what it is I did have to still kind of say something to him but I feel like if he had been able to say to me like in that moment maybe like hey I don't really like how you talking to me right now so you know we're gonna just relax and then just say what it is that you need to say but to just like shut down completely if I don't know that I've done wrong I don't know what to do you know but if you are able to tell me like hey I don't really like when you do that. I don't like when you say this. I don't like when you, you know, whatever. Then it gives me the opportunity to at least address it. But if you're telling me how you feel and I'm just like, fuck you and your feelings, then obviously you know how to move in that situation. But I can't do that if I don't know what the issue is. So, either way, back to the point. Yeah, I think uh, um, holding me accountable and helping me be self-aware. Right. And, and like you're saying, being able to communicate your feelings and the moments where I got you fucked up at, because <laughs> I know my mouth, there will be moments not intentionally. I am absolutely working on it every single day, but I know my mouth. And so there will probably be moments where you're like, hey, ma'am, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Let's get it together. Right. And I mean, a green flag is being able to do that in a way that's still respectful yeah but that i can receive it and so that uh, huge green flag because i know i'm a lot to deal with i like this mouth uh, just gets me in trouble (laughs) just gets me in trouble but again that's why you go to therapy and they say girl now you know you know we have been working on this Conversation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that being able to hold me recount accountable in um a respectful 
and supportive way. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. See, the green side just makes you want to go and, you know, at least try the toxic waters. But then uh, your brain is telling you, you're going to die. You're going to die when you go in there. Like, I mean, and I hate to be like that because obviously I'm still, like, hopeful. Like, I know my king is out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where he at. He might be, you know, somebody's boyfriend right now. Not sure. (laughs) Wherever wherever he is, I still am hopeful for, you know, love. But it's very hard. It's very difficult to be hopeful when you see what you are dealing with. Um, I kind of had gave up dating back in, like, November. I'd say, um, and when I say gave up dating, I mean, like, I got off of, like, dating apps and things like that, um, just because I felt like I needed a break, and I had a bit of a bad experience, and I just needed to take some time away and, like, really get my head together because I just felt like even just being on that site, like, hearing the things that people would say to you or, like, men would say to you, and it, sometimes it's, like, the same type of thing, it it takes a toll on you. Like, it really makes you think, like, damn, like, I don't have anything to choose from out here. Like, I legit might need to start considering what my life would look like if I had to be alone. Like, it's scary to think about, like, the things that are out here sometimes. But I really needed to get away from that because I didn't want to think that. I didn't want to have that idea that, like, of just negativity when it came to, like, dating. So I just had to take a step back. But, um... You know, I'm still going to have me some babies, and I'm going to have me a husband. I don't, again, have no idea where he is. Don't know anything about him, but <laughs> he's out there somewhere. I just have to keep hoping, you know, yep. that, that it's coming. I know that it's coming, but um, I just hope that he doesn't reside with these ashy men who have been in my face currently because mm-hmm. I can't with them. There's never an excuse to be ashy. That's absolutely a red flag. It's one of my pet peeves because there's just entirely too much moisturizing products in the world like for anybody to be ashy ever. Yeah. Hygiene is a red flag as well. Girl. A big red flag. Girl. So one of them. Right. And I I do want to say I agree 100% with you because I would not be, I'm not somebody who does things for no reason. Um, I'm very intentional about the things that I do. So I would not be even attempting to get back into the dating pool if I had no hope. I right. I have a vision in my head. I know what is meant for me. I know what I'm working on manifesting, and I know that that will eventually come. But I also believe in putting out in the universe what you want. So what right. that means is that our menses that are out there somewhere are eventually going to listen to this episode. Yeah. And then they're going to know, don't do this. (laughs) Do do that. Right. And then things will be great. (laughs) Like, it'll be, it'll be perfect. It'll be wonderful. And we're going to be like talking about this, like on our 20th anniversary or something. And be like, yeah, he stuck to the green flags. That might've been a red flag every once in a while, but we nip that shit in the butt real quick. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, together. I believe it. Um, you know, one because you were saying how a red flag is like like their past relationships was always somebody else's fault. Why they ended? Another red flag about exes 
still talking about your ex, even though they like there's no reason for you to have brought up your ex right now. Why why are you talking about them? Right. We're talking about orange juice, nigga. What does she have to do with this? Right. How is she even on your mind anymore, sir? <laughs> I cannot I cannot stand. Have you ever been on a date, like a first date, and like people ask that question, like, I don't care what nobody I wanna know. So why what happened to your last relationship? Like, why weren't you together? Like, I'm not afraid to ask that question. And I'm not afraid to answer it. But after that, right, like, we're talking about, like, our favorite hobbies. And all of a sudden, you can't believe your ex wore orange to the family reunion when the colors were blue and yellow. Like, what? (laughs) Excuse me? What does this have to do with right now? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just like, have you ever had that happen? Like, they just bring it up for no reason, and I'm like, yeah. Do you know that you still love this person? Because <laughs> I know, and I've known you for a couple hours. So. You know, I have had guys who just like unnecessarily bring up their exes, and I'm like, who asked for this? Why do I need to know this? Asked what I wanted to drink. Talk about yeah, she used to. Eat. I don't give a fuck what she used to. Why? What are we doing? <laughs> she loves orange soda, soda kale. <laughs> but what? I ain't bring that nigga up right now. What is? What is? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, spill orange soda all over my shirt. Is it the shirt you have on right now, nigga? Why? What is? You should have thrown the shirt away. So why is the memory still here? <laughs> Throw the memory away. I don't even understand. I like that, like, and I think it's more because I'm confused. I'm confused right. that you don't have the common sense to, to know this is a problem. Like, I want you to know this is a problem. This is not normal behavior. Yeah, that is absolutely a big red flag. Talking about your ex when didn't nobody ask about that? Not even a little bit. Well, maybe a little bit in the beginning, but now we're over it. We're done. We've moved on. <laughs> we moved on right. to the next thing. Um. Oh, and then you said hygiene, right? Yeah. Hygiene is always... Like, there's literally no excuse to be ashy. <laughs> and musty. And, like, you know, no haircut, no hairline, no just grooming maybe i should say grooming right because Gro- well, i feel like that's included grooming slash hygiene right. everybody don't have to have like a nice you know whatever but you know are your teeth clean effort you know try to do something did you take a shower yeah <laughs> like cause... take a shower you know moisturize your body get a haircut every now and then yeah, I don't, I don't. Wash I don't. your face with something other than water. water. Use a little product or something. <laughs> you, you do need soap when you're washing your face. That is. Just a little something to get thing. the crust out of the sides of your mouth. And and can I also say, like, I'm not light skinned, so I hope I can say this, but but light skins, y'all do get ashy. Like, uh-huh. you, you yeah, are not immune to the ash. We can still see it. And it's still yeah. root. Let me say something. I'm very guilty of it. Just like you had your self-aware moment earlier, I have mine. I be ashy on a regular basis. <laughs> I just, 
just cannot care. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> it drives me crazy. My cousin is always asking. She's like, Justin, why do you care? Because it's not, it's inexcusable. Moisturize your skin. It looks but like if it I is. I were to ever go out with a man and I'm trying to, you know, look nice, or not even with a man, you know, if I'm going out and I just want to present myself in such a way, then yeah, I'm going to moisturize. But if I'm just hopping out of the shower and I'm running to the grocery store, maybe not so much. Well, no, it's not. I'm, I'm not that bad because also. I moisturize the parts that are showing. <laughs> Unless I'm Yo, like going out. But if you walking around with flip flops on and I can see the white on your toes, that's a problem. <laughs> if you go to shake my hand and I get razor cuts, that's a problem. Your elbow does should not look like you've been playing look look at you right now. I can see look. I can see the flower from over here. I can see the flower from the camera. That's crazy, Lou. But I, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I put, I got took a shower from my clothes on. I wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> your skin so. is crying. You know what? That 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 is the tears of your skin crying <laughs> because it's so tight. That's why it's white. It's not really white. It's just tears that have yeah. evaporated, and now that's all that's left is the salt. That's why it's I white. Can't <laughs> Lotion, crying out for lotion. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, Mario elbows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put some lotion on. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I have these like little pet peeves, and like ashy elbows and chap lips are probably the biggest ones. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like it drives me insane. I, like I cannot stand chapped lips. Like why? There's so much. I don't want them to be chapped. I just I need to go hit them with. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> now you make me feel bad because I'm just calling out everything. Now I, feel, I sound like a horrible person <laughs> as I put on my chapstick. Nah, see I don't care about being ashy. I do care about um having chapped lips though. I constantly am applying like chapstick and stuff. I just didn't bring any over here to my little table. I got so much. <laughs> I, it's just, ugh. I have chapstick, or I actually use Carmex. <clears throat> it's chap, chapstick's be turning my lips white. Like, I've been sucking on a bag of flour, or playing around in flour, just with my mouth. I distinctly remember going to Target with my friend, and I couldn't find my chapstick, and, like, I've always been a little bit of a, chopstick crazy person like my whole life and so I was like okay I'm gonna just buy whatever's here and put it on and the only thing they had was Burt's Bees and I put it on and then <laughs> I was like walking around the mall and I ran into somebody and they're like what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> and I was like excuse you <laughs> and they're like what is all over your mouth and I was like, what are you talking about? I put some chapstick on it. Like, bro, your mouth looks like a powdered donut. And, like, I don't know what it was about that Burt's Bees. Like, I looked in the mirror, literally, my entire lips were white. I was so mad. I was so mad. I don't know what it was. Look, I threw it away so fast. <laughs> I 
I was so mad. I was like, what kind of debauchery is this? What kind of chopstick turns your lips white? That is just rude. So ever since then, I only use Carmex. Because yeah. Carmex has I'm never done me I'm wrong. Addicted. I have one everywhere. Mm-hmm. I have one in every purse. No matter what purse I put away and switch them out, I always leave that little tube of Carmex in there. Yep. You know, just get like 45 and put them everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We definitely buy variety, the variety packs. Um, it's super tangent, but I love it. Because, you know, I really do, like, it's like they're very preventable things. <laughs> like, so I just, I just you know, do what you can to prevent them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I should do. Yeah. <laughs> do you see what I mean about this mouth? <laughs> like, just, 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 just saying anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, it's fine though because we ain't doing video it's fine it's fine I mean the people hear that you actually but they can't see it that's all that matters they can't see it no. they don't know the extreme right she's ash. only a little <laughs> ashy you guys yeah. wink wink <laughs> so what is your next red flag oh Yes. Listen to the way he talk about his mama and speak to his mama. Mm-hmm. Tells you a lot about how he feels about women, how he respects women. Um, I feel like I've had both ends of the spectrum, like guys who legit hate their mama and guys who are just way too like attached at the hip. Mama you know, boy. we need a nice meet. You know, just you need a little separation, but you love your mama, but you don't have to be up under her all the time but um yeah i definitely some flags go up when i hear how a man talks about his mom his grandma his sisters you know just women who are close to him that he doesn't have an intimate type of relationship with you know it's very different to hear a man talk about a woman from a you know intimate like girlfriend or whatever type of perspective but to hear how he speaks about like women outside of that big red flag yep and to add to that, I just love how all of our red flags like just bounce off each other or like <laughs> all respectfully say. It just means that I am, it gives me hope that I'm looking for the right things while I'm out there. Um, but how they talk to like wait staff, bartenders, how they talk to the unhoused, like how they talk to people who are not technically benefiting them or who are not like their quote unquote superiors, so like their boss or somebody who's in a higher position at work. Like the people that you don't necessarily know, right? Because I cannot yeah. stand somebody who's rude to a waiter. Yeah, me either. Like at all. Especially when now at the same time, like I don't, I can't deal with rude waiters. Rude waiters. But there's yeah. a way to let a waiter know, like, hey, you're being rude and I don't like it. Mainly in your tip. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> somebody who's just rude to a waiter, especially one who you could tell is trying, like, on a super busy night and you're just, like, being unnecessarily impatient. Right. Nope, I will never go out with you again. Mm-mm. Agreed. Like, I think how you treat other people, like you said, um, the people that you're not romantically involved with, 
is very important and will tell me a lot about how you're eventually going to treat me. Like maybe not right now, but you have right. the capacity to do this. I don't like that. I didn't see that out. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's one. You have a rap career, but you can't rap. And to expand, because you know, there's all, go ahead. I love a man with ambition. Believe in yourself. But one, you should have something to believe in. Okay, let's be real. Everybody. I'm not going to be the one to lie to you. So if it's not the greatest, how can we make it better? Right? Because I'm not going to just shut down your dream. But you need to know that this sucks. <laughs> and two, this can't be your only plan. Like, yeah. if you've been doing this for the last 15 years and it ain't take, taking off yet, I need you to have more plans. A backup. Right. Yes. You can still do this on the side. But I need you to have more plans. <laughs> because... I remember I dated a guy who... um like, really, really thought he was going to go into the NBA. Um, he was a good basketball player, like, in high school, college, whatever. Um, but everything that he did revolved around him potentially getting drafted. And so I was like, so just in case, you know, I'm not knocking, you know, I, I pray for you every night. What plan do we have just in case this does not happen? And the way that that man yelled at me and yeah. said that, you know, we don't make plan B's because that means we plan to fail. Whatever that, these no, the motivational no. speakers be telling these niggas. I'm not no, sure. No, that's not true. Fail. That means yeah. I plan if I fail. Right. Like, you, that doesn't, like, you should still have a backup plan. No, they don't believe in that. So, <laughs> I, I just brought that up when you mentioned that about having the plan because I'm like, yeah, some people don't believe in that. Some people don't think that they have to have a plan. But again, Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, granted, do you have to have a plan? Sometimes shit happens out of nowhere, and you don't have no plan, but you got to make it do what it do. Right, you got to. Valid. Yeah. That's life. But there's a difference between that and, like, I'm going to put my all into this, and if this don't work, then I'm going to just sit on the couch. No, no, yeah. no, no. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> No, we're gonna we're gonna do something. We need to find something, cause baby, gas ain't cheap. Like, inflation is a thing now. <laughs> like, chicken is twelve dollars a pack, girl. Like, things are very real out here. Stop. <laughs> like, rent <laughs> is a thing. Rent is a thing, and I like having a roof over my head. So times are hard. Literally, I feel like most people are, are a couple paychecks away from being homeless. Yeah. And I would like to fight that demon as long as possible. So, I need a backup plan. And, you know, and I say that, and I understand that there are people who, they can function off of not having a backup plan. I am not one of them. Yeah, me either. I need security. I need to know that we gonna make shit work if this don't work. So, and I don't feel bad about that. I don't think that's asking for too much. Yeah, I don't think that you should. Right. So, 
go ahead, you know, be the next offset or whoever you want to be. But I still need a day job. I still need some type of money coming in. Right. Yeah, yeah. Please. I want to believe in your dreams, but please. Right. And be, again, like you said, I want to believe in your dreams. Please don't suck. Like, please don't suck. I need, again, back to that self-awareness. Right. I need you, like, if you truly can't rap, don't have friends that just tell you you can because they want to laugh at you. Right. And stop booking the studio time, baby. That's that's light bill money. Man. (laughs) Water bill money. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy word, but you know you never really know because there are plenty of rappers now who I'm like, how, how do you have more money than me? <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense. It, it it doesn't even. I don't even understand. But you know, I've learned you don't question them, so you know I just no. accept it. But it That's don't right. make no sense. <laughs> Because I don't care what nobody says, Blueface is offbeat. Listen, I feel like I read somewhere that he like does it on purpose. I don't believe that for a single second. I think that he just doesn't have any rhythm and he doesn't know how to rap. Right. But, so, you know, he's a perfect, perfect example, I guess, of why you should continue to pursue your dreams no matter what anybody says because <laughs> shit. If we gonna talk about blue face, let's talk about some that's some red flags right there. Girl. That little girl, Lord bless them. They she, be on uh on Twitter and Shade Room tooth every out. day. Yeah. Like she took her tooth out. <laughs> she takes it like she just pop it in and out whenever. I look, and I have nothing I this it's not about her tooth. It's it's about the fact that you went and got it fixed because you wanted to get it fixed. And this man said, nah, I don't like it. And you took your tooth out to make him happy, even though you wanted this. That's the crazy part. I wish, I like, I just, no words. Yeah. No words. So, uh, yes, next red flag gaslighting yep that's on my list can't stand it don't want no parts of it um i was literally just talking to um some friends of mine about a guy that she was dating and she said you know things were going well they were kicking it no problems you know me and the family all that stuff and then like suddenly the messages just got less and less frequent like he just switched up like it wasn't you know, the daily messages, the way that it had been, it wasn't the phone calls, maybe an occasional, you know, whatever. Um, and then when she said something to him about it, it was kind of just like, nah, what you mean? Like, what you talking about? And I don't like when men do that. Like, don't try to spend, if I'm telling you that I recognize that there is an issue or something has shifted or changed, and I'm just trying to understand what happened, don't try to play me. Like, everything was cool and nothing changed and so now I'm the problem like no don't do that like I'm crazy for quote unquote oh you just reading too much into it you just need to roll out no this is what it was this is what it is now I'm just asking what was the initiator to the change right but don't make it seem like there wasn't a change because 
there was. <laughs> there absolutely was right. a change. Right. Accountability, self awareness. Yes. And I've yes. I, I think I've gotten to the big old age of when I feel like I'm being gaslit or I feel like you're trying to make me feel like I'm crazy. I automatically question what are you hiding? Because mm-hmm. I, I like I haven't been and not to say that there can't be, you know, that situation because I don't like speaking in absolutes, but I haven't been in a situation where someone wasn't gaslighting me because they were trying to hide something. Like it's right. always coming from a, po- a place of self-preservation for them. And so my mind, like, I, I guess it's trained to be like, oh, you're trying to make me out to be crazy when, no, I know one plus one equal two. Right. So don't make it seem like I'm sitting here saying it makes three. Like, that's not, like, I'm not crazy here. So what are you hiding? Why are you trying to make me feel crazy? Why are you trying to confuse me? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was like, why are you trying to confuse me? Because I'll be honest, I get confused very easily. So (laughs) I feel like, you know, like, if I can get this bitch enough discombobulated that she just gonna forget <laughs> what we talking about and just let it go. Right. So no, 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 no. I'll wake up in the morning and be ready to go again. Right. I might have forget. You might have fucked me up last night, but best believe I didn't dreamt about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't form this argument in my head. I'm waking up in the morning going for you next. One Actually, of my favorite, up. right, better yet, hey, I got questions, yeah. nigga. Because remember when you had said this last night? I said that, but I should have said this. Because <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is undo knots. So if I have to sit there and unravel this knot of confusion all night long, I will. But yeah. you best believe the moment all things line up perfectly. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I have some questions. I, I've made some discoveries. Right. And come to some conclusions. <laughs> now let's talk. <laughs> now it's time to talk. Yes. So gaslighting, absolute, absolute, absolute big ass red flag. And with that, I would like to say that to an extent, uh, because I don't believe in having everybody in your business, but to an extent, I think that is why it's important to have conversations with other people about like, is this normal? Because I think people, it, it, there are situations that are a lot harder to see that somebody's gaslighting you when you're on the inside of it and it takes somebody else being like, girl, you know that's not normal, right? Yeah. So, too, and, and that line is like very, very fine. I understand that. And I also understand that I haven't been in a relationship in years. So, you know, shit probably has changed. But... I do believe in a certain amount of, I don't want to say community, but like, yeah, something like that where you can like, somebody else can be like, yo, you good? Cause this, like, that's you. If you good, I got you. Yeah. But I just want to bring to your attention. Yeah. Like this isn't really normal, but you know, everybody and, and, See, again, we bouncing off uh, bouncing off ideas. So people always like to say, you need to keep people out your business. I think that is a controlling uh, uh, tactic yeah. to try and isolate you 
from other people so that other people can't be like, nah, that's not normal. So like a big red flag is being controlling, trying to control who you talk to, trying to control who you um, talk to about about your relationship. Like I said, that's a very, you got to have the conversation and see what both sides are comfortable with. But there should, nobody should ever be like, oh, I don't want you talking to this person. Especially of the opposite sex of you. Like, because that makes me think of jealousy. So, like, yeah. if so, a dude's like, oh, I don't like you having male friends, well, then I guess you better leave. <laughs> because. Right. Why? Because I'm sure you got a bunch of little bitches running around your ass. So. Why is this a problem? Talk about it. Yeah. Controlling, um, gaslighting, all of those very, very toxic and sadly I feel like uh prevalent traits that are in the dating pool as of now like I just see it so often that it's like normalized and it makes my heart hurt (laughs) so I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you this (laughs) I don't really like to give men a lot of credit for things but I will say (laughs) (laughs) um I did something yesterday that I almost never do, and I shot my shot in this man's DMs. And the way that that man hit me back, I was like, this is why men hate women. (laughs) Because when we hit them with that rejection or that nice little subtle, like, you know, oh, uh thank you. (laughs) You just feel your little heart is just like, oh. I just, like... Nigga, do you not understand what I just did? Like, I never do this. And I found you so fascinating that I had to come and slide in your DMs. And you hit me with this dry ass, thanks. Nah. So, I I feel, on a certain level, I feel men, when they be, like, dealing with their rejection. Like, especially if it's, like, over and over and over again. So, you know, I I couldn't be no man. Cause it, it hurt me in a, a special place. Rejection but is difficult. On that same, on that same like note, to me it then gives a little more like, like it makes me a little. How do I want to say it? The men who still who can deal with that rejection and still come back and be just as respectful, you know, to each woman that they approach, regardless of how the last woman dealt with them. It's, you know, it, it's a warm place in my heart. Yeah. So, I, you know, I just appreciate people who can, you know, take take it to the chin and still keep it moving and not be, like, bitter about a, a situation. Like, we all take L's at times. It doesn't mean that I'm going to forever be like, oh, fuck me and born in December or, you know, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Uh, all y'all <laughs> Impala driving niggas, fuck you. Right. No Scorpios uh, you know, over here. we're not doing it but yeah so you know on on one hand i get it but also men take it way too far sometimes they take it way too far see that's the thing goes too far that's the thing because rejection is difficult to deal with but in any sense but it's how you deal with it that really speaks to your character and There are just, like you said, I I do um, think that we need to just take a moment of appreciation. Better yet, let's take a hit 
of appreciation for the men who are turned down but yet are still respectful to the next woman that I approach. Absolutely. This man a respectful king. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes. Because nobody how likes how many knows you hear. Okay. Keep going till you hear that yes. It's not easy. <laughs> Rejection is not fun. Um, but there are way too many it. of them who go from rejection to just disrespect. And I, that is what, like, do you think we, you are owed anything? Let's talk, let's talk about that. Another red flag. Men who think that they are, like, entitled to women because they are what they call good guys, like self-proclaimed good guys. And I can't speak for everybody like you. I don't like to speak in absolutes, but in the experience that I've had, guys who are these, you know, what they call good guys, you know, they just don't really call women bitches. They might not have, like, hit a woman, you know. Those things are nice. But if that's really all that you're offering and that alone is enough for you to say, like, you a good guy, you got no personality, like, you're not fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not caring. You're not We can't have a jokey like, joke. Don't do any, like, any of those basic things, but you have met the bare minimum for what you think a good guy is. And so now those guys kind of feel entitled to a woman. And if a woman turns them down, oh, it's, you know, that's why y'all bitches this and y'all, you know. You right. It's something wrong with you. You could not possibly yeah. not just want me because I'm a good guy. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I think um, uh, another red flag, someone who doesn't know how to, actually better yet, let's, because we've done a lot of red flags, let's, I'm going to throw a green flag in here. Um, yeah, it's few and far between. <laughs> look, right? Okay. Um, a man who knows how to plan a date. Huge green flag. Like, I don't want to have to plan everything. How about you just tell me, hey, let's go here. Or, hey, I'm right. coming to get you. Oh, would you like to go to a movie? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's go see this. Like, don't, don't ask me what I want to see. This was your fucking idea. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah. have the shit done. I don't want to have to do it every single fucking time. And I shouldn't have to. Right. And yeah. also, just because you pay does not mean that you don't have to plan it. Like, that's not going half here. Like, that, that like, I planning you pick no i don't want to do anything right sometimes i'm not saying every time i'm not saying that you need to like i don't know throw an extravaganza or something yeah but sometimes i would love you to take the initiative and say hey get dressed i'll be there and pick you up right bam done and also to that point just to kind of piggyback off of you I like guys who plan intentional dates. Like, you listen to what I've said. You've heard things that i said that I like. Anybody, I could go to dinner and movies with anybody, but you heard me say that I like to go hiking at this place, and so you took me hiking. You heard me say that I like to go to this particular coffee shop, so we go, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've heard me, and we're not going on these generic dates, so you put thought into it, put effort into it. Bonus points. Yeah. Bonus points. <laughs> yeah, something, do something new. Like, we've never been, there's this Egyptian museum in my city, 
that. And I love, like, I'm super addicted to um, Egyptian history. And I've always wanted to go on a date. They're like, to the point where I haven't gone because I want to go on a date. I want somebody <laughs> to plan the date and be like, this is where we're going. But it is getting to the point in my life where it looks like that may never happen. So I may just have to do it for myself. But, like, those kind of things. Like, someone who knows I love Egyptian history and so they're like oh let's go to the museum or let's do this or I don't fucking know let's go see the mummy when it comes out or you know it's like something and even like the generic dates going to the movie you heard me say that I'm super uh, like I truly believe aliens are real and they're here you know this about me and you're like hey I bought tickets to nope like so even something generic, like the fact that you listened and went and got tickets for a specific right. movie that you know I would like that type of active listening is absolutely green flags. 100%. Mm-hmm. Another green flag. Learning my love language. Okay. Because not everybody loves the same. And if you, sir, like gift giving. I'm not really. Well, I do like gifts. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, <laughs> what's another one? I do like gifts. That's a lie. <laughs> um, was it physical touch? I'm not. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not huge on physical touch. I don't yeah, need you to be like touching me all the time. If we're just like sitting next to each other, I don't need to be holding hands. So, someone who knows that about me and doesn't always try and hold my fucking hand or gets, or someone who doesn't get mad at me because I don't want to hold your hand because they get sweaty and that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Like, these things are important and I would, like, making sure that I'm comfortable and feeling appreciated in the ways that I've expressed mean the most to me that that active listening right so again we just bouncing off each it's, other it's like it's like meant to be right I mean, besties, <laughs> but so you mentioned uh, one of my other ones like a guy who just like respects my comfort levels you know uh but no like i'm somebody that you know i'm not really i'm like you i'm not really big on physical touch so i'm not going to be like super you know super affectionate just in the beginning i get to that point but sometimes it takes me you know it takes me a minute just let me get to a point where i'm comfortable and i can trust you and so i appreciate guys who are who allow you like that space to be comfortable um i've had guys and i don't think i realized it at the time but you know we live in different times a guy wanted to come and pick me up for a date and so at one point i would be like oh it's very nice like you live all the way on this side of town. You gonna drive all the way over here and come pick me up? And then I was like, "But I want you to know where I live." Right. So no. So in his mind, you know, he's being a gentleman. Um. But in my mind, I'm like, I get it, but mm, no. Um. <laughs> but you know, even just having the conversation with him, he respected where I was coming from. Like, it wasn't like him getting mad that I didn't let him come to my house or whatever. Like, he respected my comfort level in that moment. So I just appreciate guys who can give you the space to, you know, just be comfortable and feel safe around them without feeling like pushed up on all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause no, 
No, no, no. I don't let nobody know where I live. Because I've had people just pop up at my house. And um, never again. So, no, we can meet down the street. (laughs) (laughs) We can meet there. Yeah. But not where I live. At least not until I know you're not a psychopath. But also, Ted Bundy had a wife, and she didn't think he was a psychopath. And look how that worked out. Actually, was Ted Bundy married? I don't know, but a lot of serial killers were married. I don't think Ted Bundy was, but whatever. You get the point. <laughs> so, I don't I, like you said, letting me let you in my comfort zone when when yeah. I feel the most safe is very big because we live, like you said, we live in different times now. Like, there are plenty of people who go on first dates and never come home. Right. And there's plenty of people who go on hundredth dates and never come home. And, like, as women... We do have to be more cautious. Uh, sex trafficking is an absolutely real thing. Uh, domestic violence is an absolutely, absolutely real thing. So I say all this to say, like, let's just put, uh, um, I don't want to say a warning, but hey, ladies, highness queens out there, please, please, please make sure you're safe whenever you are dating. Make sure there's always at least one person who knows where you're at. And who you're with, I know I share my location with my cousins yeah. every yeah. single time. And I leave yeah. on until I make it back home. And, you know, whatever you can do to make yourself feel comfortable and make yourself feel like at least somebody knows where you are and who you're with, just in case, I implore you to do that. Like, don't take your safety lightly if you feel like you need to do extra checks or whatever, do them. Even if they feel extra, do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get off that soapbox for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Okay, I only have two other red flags that okay. I wrote down. First one, doesn't show you off. So... Can't show you, doesn't show you on social, and I don't even need to be on social media, but, like, we can't be friends on social media, like, won't let you follow them on social media. What are you trying to hide? What are you trying to hide? And at some point, when we hit, like, a long-term relationship, I absolutely should be somewhere on your social media. Like, if we've been together for over a year, how do you not have one picture of even me in the background? Like, even me in the background or something. Like, I don't need no declaration of your love and your undying right. affection for me. Although it would be nice. A little emoji. Right. It would be nice. A emoji. But. And it better be hard ass. But. There needs to be something. Damn it. Right. So. um, But also, we can't go out on real dates. It's only Netflix and chills. Is is it's only um dates at your house or you can only we can only go to your house to kick it. It's not even really your house, it's your partner's house that you be sleeping on the couch sometimes. Like if we've been dating for like a long period of time and I can't meet your family. Right. Like why are you hiding me? I am nobody's secret. And we need to make sure everyone knows I'm not a secret. Cause exactly. I will go off. Loud and proud and look, you know me now. Um, and 
the last one I have, cleanliness. So, is your bathroom clean? Is, you know, is your toothpaste crusty? Like, do you wash your dishes on a normal basis? Better yet, do you have real dishes? Like, do you have right. real forks and knives and spoons and plates and bowls? That match. That match. Well, I didn't even care about that match. That doesn't really bother me because... I feel like... Mm, I feel like we we real grown. You yeah. know, we have one. <laughs> At least one. Yeah, I have like... It ain't got to be the old china cabinet full, but do no. you have, you know... Can you have a dinner with two people and the same plates and cups? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have enough forks? Yeah. For, uh, to feed two people. If right. they, if I, and like, and my thing forks. is, especially with plates, I actually prefer to eat off paper plates because I don't like washing dishes. Um, but I have real plates. So like, yeah. you, like, even though I still eat off of paper plates most of the time, I have the option to eat off real plates whenever I fucking want to. <laughs> like, that, sh- and if anybody comes over, we're probably eating off the right, like, that's because it's just me that I eat off paper right. plates. But I, we should be able to eat off regular fucking plates. No, <laughs> no plastic utensils. Like, I should be able to cut my steak with right. something in your house that is not that a butter won't knife. Break, but the tooth won't break. Right. And that is not a butter knife. <laughs> butter knives are not for everything people I need you to have a set of knives <laughs> so <sighs> those are my last two red flags okay um did you have any more um kind of I guess it kind of was going off of like what we were talking about, <laughs> just like toxic traits and things. Um, I had one about men just being just like argumentative. Like everything you say is always a like a well, actually, mm-hmm. like damn, like you like what is it? Like people who like to debate. I just I don't know what it is, but I feel like when I moved here, like when I moved to this area, I saw that so much, and it just like frustrated me because I'm like. I've never had men ask me these types of questions and like just be debating back and forth with me the way that you all are. Like, are you guys all right? <laughs> well, that's because you live are in. You trying to get to know me. You live in the middle of the politics capital over there. They, they yeah. want to debate everything. But with I that said, I do like healthy conversation. Yes. Like healthy back and forth. I don't know. I feel like debate. Debate would be that 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 line for me. Like, no, I don't want to debate things with you. Yeah. Because, like you said, I feel like that sounds more like you're being argumentative and like I'm trying to prove a point. Like, I would love to have a conversation where we differ opinions and we're like trying to find middle ground, but not in an argumentative debate kind of way. I don't know what. Right. That like I don't know how else to make that distinction, but yes, because there are times where you're like. You're just saying things to say things. Like, you just want to keep exactly. this going. You're just saying something to be, like, the contrary to me. Right. Like, you don't even know Right. Like, you only saying it because it's the opposite of what I'm saying. And that's right. going to frustrate me. And that's going to piss me off real fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Yeah, you're very right. <laughs> that is a quick way for me to be like, you know what? I don't know why I'm doing this with you. And just yeah. leave. 
Because you got it. Then it becomes it. work, and I'm not. No, I'm not doing this with you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, there. I actually distinctly remember a few times where I'm like, in the middle, of going back and forth, and I'm like, you know what? Nope, not doing this with you anymore. I'm done. <laughs> gotta go. And they're like, what? Nope, gotta go. Gotta go. Cause that is just crazy. It's too much. It's too much. Um. Okay. Then, did you have any other? So we've wrapped up our red flags. I feel like that is a very good list of red flags. Um. And again, like I said, because I feel like ours were all very intertwined, or related, <laughs> or almost the same thing. Um. <laughs> I feel like I am on the right track of what I'm looking out for. So that makes me very happy in my life. Um, yes. We started to go to green flags. I have a couple other green flags I wanted to mention. Okay. Um, so you said accountability and self-awareness. Learns my lung, learns my love language. Plans, dates, active listening, stability. So the the last ones that I have rolls my blunts because he knows I can't. Like that. Like if you want to just like melt my heart, roll me a blunt and run me a shower. Better yet, run me a shower and then when I'm done, have a blunt waiting for me. You oh, can yeah. have whatever you want, King. <laughs> like whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> <laughs> huge green flag because I cannot and I would love to just have someone that can <laughs> and even better if you smoke it with me because you know I don't mind having a partner who doesn't smoke but I would also love to have a partner to smoke with Yeah, like I feel like that would just be like a really good us tie um, I feel good around them. Like, I don't even, we don't have to be talking, we don't have to be doing anything, but, like, just sitting in the same room or, like, yeah. sitting in the car driving together to some random place or whatever. Just being in their presence makes me feel good or makes me feel at peace and and centered or calm because, you know, I'd be all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> all over the place. And so, like, I just imagine um, when I do my affirmations and I'm talking about, you know, finding my romantic love and all that, I picture uh, just feeling very peaceful with somebody else around. Yes. Yeah. And then lastly, and not, I don't, it's not the most important, but it's definitely also not the least important. Okay. I come first. Like, green flags yeah like seven green flags like 1800 green flags like all the green flags it's concerned with like pleasing you right right all of it because of it. we don't fake orgasms over here anymore we do not <laughs> we do not fake the orgasms in 2022 nope it don't happen we ain't doing it we ain't soothing egos so sir I know. <laughs> Brush off my shoulder real quick. I know. I put in work. <laughs> okay? So, I need you to do the same. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so those and those are my all my green flags. Did you have any more uh, to add to your list? Let me go back and check my list. Lord, we have so many of the same ones. I know. Um, right? Well, I will. I will say for me, just me personally, I'm a very emotional person and I'm very sensitive. So, you know, things that people do or say that they might not think anything of, you know, it kind of hurts my feelings sometimes. And so, um, I appreciate a man who at least can validate my emotions, even if he doesn't understand them. Like if it don't make sense to you that I've said something to you that you've done that has hurt my feelings or, you know, I felt disrespected in this way. Don't just shut me down and just be like, well, I ain't do that or, you know, I want to try and do that or whatever. Like respect the fact that, okay, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to come off like that. I apologize if, you know, you felt this way or whatever, but just like, just appreciate the fact that like my emotions may be different from yours. My feelings don't get hurt the way that yours do. And so just, you know, not necessarily, I don't need like necessarily validation, you know, but just understanding that, yeah, just acknowledging my emotions and that they may be a little different and that, you know, just be a little, you know, accountable. We yeah. all, you know, it, it all circles back around to like the same <laughs> core themes, like across whatever it is, like you just want somebody who's accountable, somebody who listens, somebody who communicates. It's very easy. No matter how many of these, you know, green flags we talked about, a lot of them center around the same types of principles. Mm-hmm. Yep. The unfortunate part is these very basic things that we as people are so difficult to find. <laughs> you, that you know, is the unfortunate part. I'm sitting here like, I don't think I'm asking for too much. Like, I really, like, for a second, I had to, like, step back, take stock, check yeah. myself. Like, am I, you know, asking for too much? And then I said, A, <clears throat> A B, C, D. No! Like, these are the basics of being humans no. and being in relation with other humans. Like, I am not right. asking for the fucking moon and stars and worlds and freaking all of that. But, you know, can I get a sun? Like, can I get something? Shit. <laughs> but honestly, when I think about, like, the green flags that, you know, I mentioned and that you mentioned, these are not things that are foreign to me. You know, most of them are things that I have at least experienced in some capacity with somebody that I have dated. Maybe they just had, you know, a little more red than green or whatever. But it just gives you hope to know that, like, what I'm asking for is really not a lot because there are people out there who will do these things. There are men who will listen and who can be accountable. You know, maybe it was just other issues that, you know, led to why we didn't make it or whatever the case may be. But just to know that it's happened for you before, you felt it before, so it can happen again. And once it's packaged together with the right person, you know. Shit gonna work out. I think I think that is a very uh, beautiful way to wrap it up because that's the truth, you know. Um, And while you're saying that, I sat here and I was like going down my list, and I was like, yeah, I could probably put at least one relationship to each one of these individual things, and it makes sense because how do you know what? And not even just the green list, you know, the green flag. Unfortunately, I could probably put a relationship to each red flag too, but you learn what are green and red flags for you 
by going through them. You learn what you will and won't do by right. going through it. And it sucks, but it's life. And I believe that there is a lesson in everything, good or bad. And um, the lesson at the end of the day was basically this list, putting this list together because each, like I said, each individual relationship I can put underneath that. He did this one. He did this one. He did that one, you know, and it definitely um, culminated with all those years culminated in this list of do's and don'ts. And I'm pretty actually fucking proud of my list of do's and don'ts. And I think that really a great idea is that people should start making their list of green and red flags before they start dating or in the beginning of them Mm -hmm. starting their dating phase. Because it's, it's, honestly, I feel like I'm going to, I have the dating apps. I feel like I'm going to approach them a little bit differently now that I've really sat down and thought about like what I will and won't accept and what kind of person I would like to be in relationship with and what I don't want. And uh, And quite a lot of times those boys, those red flags are right there before you even swipe. Girl, they they in the profile. profile. (laughs) You don't even have to swipe on them and you already know, nope, this is not going to work. So, you know, that's the good thing, too, because some of these men, they their mouth get to running and they don't realize that the shit that they're saying is, like, digging a hole for them. Mm-hmm. So, you can weed them out very easily. Mm-hmm. It's funny. So, this this other podcast that I listen to all the time is called Hear You Podcast. Um, they have Instagram, and one of the girls has dating pro- profiles, and so she'll, like take screenshots of the crazy shit people be saying in their profiles. And I mean, she'll cover up the picture. So it's like still anonymous, but um, so yeah. don't be no pennies getting in a bunch or anything. Um, but you can see <laughs> the crazy shit people be putting on their, on their profiles and be like, so dead ass serious. And I'm like, you, you type that out for the whole world to see and confidently press in. Hmm. Right. Well, there is that, sir. But it's it's like they're they're fucking hilarious. So, um, yeah, read the profiles, make your list, figure out what you will and you won't accept. And honestly, I think you'll probably have at least a little bit less of a headache. You yeah. know, maybe you only burn like the pinky toe instead of your whole foot off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. I've had so much fun. I really yes. do think like we're friends now, so that's a thing. Yes, girl. And like I said, I I I feel like the universe is telling me that I need to make a trip out to DC because seriously, I think you're like maybe the sixth person that I've had on the show that's in the DMV. So I'm like, we can just like have Fine. a party. Yeah. Jasmine's in town. <laughs> 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 Girl, did you hear? Yes. Did you hear the news? Yes. She <laughs> here. She here. <laughs> it's my Leo is showing. Like, yes, yes, I need a whole party just for me coming to DC. Duh. <laughs> uh, but I when when it happens, I will make sure to let you know because I would love to meet up. And um yes. I thank you so much for coming on. I hope you had a good time. Yes, I did. Yes. And then um, before we go, though, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this real quick one more time before we go. <laughs> but also, um, we always end the show with a random ass question from the random ass okay. question list because what is highness without randomness? Actually, saying that, I want to say that I think. This is the first episode, I don't think, I think we only went off on, like, one or two tangents. Normally, I go off on, like, 75. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so interested, like, I, I'm sitting here, like, I need to know the red flags and the green flags. Like, I was so interested in this topic that you have kept me on track. Yeah. Um, it's what but, I do. Yeah, see, man. That's this is what happens when when uh, black women get together. They support each other even when they don't yes. know they are. <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so what is highness without randomness? So let's go ahead and ask a question from the um, random question box. They're numbered four through twenty, and you can pick a number, and I'll ask that question. Um, twelve. I'll pick twelve. What does the color orange make you think of? <laughs> oh, you are wearing orange. Look at that. Uh, um, summertime. That's interesting. I only think of like the orange fruit. Well, I think of oranges, and then I think of, well, I guess that makes me think of a lot of things. I think of oranges, and then I think of Florida, and then I think of hot, and then I think of summer. I love a so stream of consciousness. A lot of to get to there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, that's immediately where my mind went. I love a stream of consciousness. I always like try and figure out backwards, like, how did I get here? <laughs> or, <laughs> this time we went forwards. <laughs> The orange fruit, Florida, hot summer. As my brain stopped at orange. <laughs> my brain stopped at orange. That's that's all we got. At the fruit. Yeah. It also makes me think of it's the, one of the few words that nothing rhymes with, which actually more frustrates me. Because why? Okay. <laughs> why? Nothing rhymes with orange. I wonder, it makes me wonder if, like, anybody's ever used orange in a song and, like... In a rap song. Yeah, and found, like... I don't know why they're rap. Well, that's what I thought, too, but technically, I guess it could be really any song or any song that, like, rhymes. I mean, T-Pain rapped Wisconsin with, uh, what was it, Mansion and Wisconsin. So, I'm certain there's somebody out there. That orange... Huh? I went to go pick an orange. Because I was sitting at home so orange. Like, like. We gonna just take the same word again. <laughs> no. <laughs> we gonna rhyme the word with the word. That's how you do it. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, I want to pick an orange. Her shirt is orange. Okay. I don't, I don't think we're no. doing a good job. <laughs> it's not easy. I'm gonna be th- I'm gonna be thinking about this all night. 
orange, porridge. Ooh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I was thinking porridge, but it Are sounds it sounds a lot more large. like porn. <laughs> right. Uh orange. Uh s'mores borge. Like a lot. Like when you have like a smorgasbord of things. Like uh I I know So basically, stop. You're just you're just making it worse. No, I, I I get it. I get it. It don't make no damn sense, but I get it. Well, so you see how hard it is to rhyme with orange. It is. It is. I give your props, girl. You did good. I did not do good. I tried. No, you did, but I like to I'm gonna be thinking about that the rest of the night. <laughs> Trying to make up a song that rhymes with orange. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll be thinking about this for a while. So we're going to go ahead and um, I'll, I'll uh, message it to you. If I think of something, I'll send you a tweet. <laughs> Say, girl, I figured it out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been an absolute amazing time. I have laughed so freaking much like literally my cheeks are a little sore um so i again thank you and appreciate you coming on sharing your dating insight with us hey wait you never told us your story so basically um this guy had been talking to himself in my inbox for about two years so i just hadn't been responding he just constantly saying stuff um and so unfortunately i think that he was somebody that paid a lot of attention to my Instagram stories so much so to the point that he felt like he like knew me but he knew things about me that just made me a little uncomfortable like me and my homegirl have like a favorite restaurant that we go to like every week and he knew the restaurant he knew the manager and I'm like I like never post this the name of this place I don't <laughs> My, he went to grad school at the place that my best friend teaches at, but they weren't even there the same years. But he would always, like, bring her up, like, oh, your best friend still works at this place. And I'm like, do you know her? Like, <laughs> I just, it was a it was a very unhealthy amount of information that he knew about me, and I knew nothing about him. And so when, I don't even know what it was, but for whatever reason, I finally started kind of responding back to him. And... I had been talking back to him for a little bit and he, you know, very flirty, very like, you know, oh, you're going to be my girl. You're going to, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, eh, okay. Um, you know, not too fucking much. But <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't but, that red flag number one? Yeah. That, and, yeah. And that's where it came from. <laughs> um, I started writing my red flags. That I was going to say this. I think this one was inspired by... <laughs> Yeah, definitely was inspired by him. But, you know, I just, whatever. You know, when I talked to him on the phone, very, you know, seemingly intentional, but still somebody who was kind of moving very quickly. Um, So we get on the date. Well, originally, I had posted something about having a bad day at work. And so he said that he was going to bring me some wine. He's like, I can, you know, I got bottles of wine, right? You know, I go get you a bottle and it'll be waiting for you when you get home to say the word. And so, of course, I say nothing. So, 
a couple days go by, he reaches back out and he's like, you know, I can do this. So he goes, he gets the one. And so I'm like, well, how are you going to get it to me? So he was like, oh, I was thinking, you know, I could come by. I right. said, never mind. Right. That was my first question. What do you mean bring it to my home? What are you, what, you know my home? How you know my home? Right. But you going to come. No, I don't want you to bring it to my house. So I was like, you know what? Actually, no. <laughs> you don't. No, don't worry about it. You can drink it. So then he was like, oh, well, you know, we can meet somewhere. So we go on a little, you know, date. So at the date, he's just very touchy, very, you know, just way too much, just way too much. And, you know, I kind of made the comment. He, he was saying to me, you know, you said that you wanted a man who was this and this and this. And, you know, I'm all that. So, you know, what's up? Like, you don't really need a lot of time to think about it. Like, you got what you want right here in front of you. Sir. I don't even time to think about it. Sir, you know every aspect of my life. I don't even know your first fucking name. Like, you haven't really opened yourself up to me at all. Like, I don't know anything and about you, but you studied me to a T. Right. And you want to come in, to, in front of my, and, you know, in front of me and present yourself as this person that you now know that I am looking for, the type of person that I'm looking for. Because, again, you've been on the Instagram for years watching and seeing stuff. And now you want to present yourself as this person that I have said that I wanted. And when I'm kind of like, uh, you know, well, let me just take my time and get to it. Well, you don't need a lot of time. You don't need a lot of time. Just, you know, don't overthink this. Gaslighting. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's multiple red flags happening mm-hmm. at this point. Gaslighting me to think that I'm, make me think that I'm overthinking stuff, which I do, but this is not what that is. Right. So... Girl, by the time it was all said and done, like, I went home and I was just like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this no more. And so I am also somebody who I'm learning. I need to do a better job with respecting, you know, boundaries for myself, like establishing my own boundaries. Because I was very hesitant to say something to him about the fact that, like, I just wasn't really attracted. Like, the chemistry wasn't there. And on top of that, like, I feel like you were a little, you know, pushy. pushy. Um, so I need to do better with that again, silverware queen, but I was very hesitant to say that to him. And so this little date happened on like Friday. So we talked a little like Saturday, Sunday, but by Monday he was, I guess we had agreed to a date. I kind of vaguely remember saying like, Oh, I might be available on Monday. And so then Monday came You're like, Shit. Monday came, and he was like, Oh, so we still going to dinner tonight? And I was like, No, I can't go to dinner with this man. Like I I have to finally come out and just tell him that I can't do this. And girl, he was so upset with me talking about I wasted his time and you never struck me the type of girl to waste somebody's time. Sir, you bought me a four dollar drink from Starbucks. That was a waste of your time. He said that we, oh, he said that we spent four hours. You, you I was wasting his time because I spent four hours like in his face talking. Believe me, I was ready to go after the first 30 minutes. So that four hours was definitely me being held hostage. So, but, you know, it's just like, that you know whole what? situation, I just... He was really mad that he didn't waste his time for the last two years stalking your Instagram like a crazy right. person. And he wasn't able to suck you in like he thought he was going to be able to. That's why he mad. That's it. That's he exactly. thought this was a foolproof plan. He had done all his Googles. He did his researches, okay? He didn't pay the people to find you. <laughs> okay? And this is going to work. And then you just threw a wrench in that plan, and he said, man. Yeah. Like, how dare you? <laughs> but again, goes back to that self-proclaimed good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I go to therapy. I do this. I do that. You know, I'm a good man. I would, you know, whatever he 
done some other stuff. But either way, he, you know, painting this picture of himself like he's such a good guy. Because, you know, I do this and I do that and I listen and I plan dates and, you know, all that stuff. All that stuff you say you want. <laughs> you don't even know. But it's like, all that shit you said you want. Yeah, I do all that. Mm-mm. 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 No, no, but no. But yeah, either way. So that was how that date That sounds started. so creepy. I'm so glad that you did not let him drop off the bottle of wine because that is just so creepy ridiculous talking to yourself for two years you just was gonna buy wine and just suddenly be up in my house you think that's all i'm worth two bottles of rosé and the starbucks don't forget the starbucks oh god that man spent a grand total of 25 dollars you too high maintenance for me (laughs) <laughs> I know. Sir, please sit down. <laughs> See? See? And it's just so frustrating to me because I'm like, uh, there should be a way to like weed those people out like faster without yeah. actually having to go through the trouble of like talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> And I quite haven't figured that out yet, but when I do, this is the part. This is the part that you have. You is it's a necessary evil because you have to do that to pick up on those red flags. See, I just be like, can you just come with warning signs, and then I'll let you know if I'm able to deal with those things. Like, really, just put like a sign here saying I have A, B, C, D problems. Can you put up with this? (laughs) And I'll let you know, yes or no. And then we're both informed. I'll, I'll tell you what my problems are. I got a big ass mouth. I talk a lot of shit. I smoke a lot. I don't think that's a problem. But I must say, I think that's great. You know, but uh, some other people, you know, I do put the disclaimer out there. I am not lowering my consumption for nobody. So you should know up front these are the things that make up me. Yeah. Can you these deal with them? Because <laughs> if not, keep moving. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I agree. So, forgot how we got here. Because you said you forgot to tell us about the date. Oh, yeah. But, well, that sounds like a fantastically fabulous date. Yeah. Um, I know you had such a great time, and you will absolutely be seeing him again. And mm. I can't wait to get the invite to the wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. It will be there. Yes. But it won't be with him in there. Yes. <laughs> I like the way you think. Um, so before we head out of here, because this has just been so much fun, but all good things must come to an end, I want to make sure that we tell the people where to find you and find your candles and find your candle making classes. So let the people know where they can find you and your products. Yes. So, (coughs) sorry. Excuse me, everybody. (laughs) Uh, So my Instagram is um, home by C Freeman. Uh, The website, again, is www.homebycfreeman.com. If you would like to follow my personal page, it's C Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E-F, like Frank. 08 and my page is wide open 
I, I can be funny sometimes, so you know, follow me and see if you laugh. You make me laugh. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I follow you on Twitter. I don't think I have you on IG, but I will now. And, um, I think that sums up another episode of Bluntly Black Girl. So one more time, I want to say thank you to my smoking sister Crystal for coming through, dropping the dating wisdom, um, as long uh, as well as. Quite a few pretty good laughs. Like I like I have not laughed this good after work in quite a while. So I appreciate you, lady. Um, you guys heard where you can follow her, and all of her her social will be in the show notes. Um, you can follow us at bluntly black girls on IG and bluntly be okay girls on Twitter. Visit the website at www.bluntlyblackgirls.com for more podcast episodes and to order your Intentional Highness box set. Comment, rate, subscribe. Talk to us. Let us know what you think about the episode. Let us know what your red flags are and your green flags are. Like, do we share all the same red flags and green flags? Like, I think there's definitely going to be some things out there that are important to other people that did not make this yeah. list. So I would all love right. to hear those. Remember, I am dating again, so I need all the advice that I can get. <laughs> thank you, please, and thank you. Um, yeah. So hit up Crystal. Don't be a weirdo, but talk to her. Definitely make sure you order some candles. Yeah, Emphasis uh, on the don't be a weirdo. Right. I tell people all the time, don't be strange. Like, yeah. there's no reason for it. There's absolutely no reason for it. Just be a normal human. And smoke a blunt. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Right. So smoke a blunt, drink your water, and fuck what anybody got to say about being a bluntly black girl. And we're out. Well, this was the stupidest thing to put in my mouth before trying yeah, to talk. Well. I'm like, hmm, I didn't think this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs>